Welcome to Studio Tulsa. I'm Rich Fisher. This morning, Life Senior Services broke ground on a facility that will combine three of Life's signature programs all together under one roof. The Roma Berry Center for Seniors will house their Adult Day Health Program, their Active Senior Center, as well as the Life Pace Center, or the Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly. Housed on the site of the former Bates Elementary School, located off 51st Street between Sheridan and Memorial, the site will feature a medical clinic, a gymnasium, an activity center, a pickleball courts, caregiver support, and outdoor gardens, walking paths, and program areas. While their satellite sites will remain in operation, the new center will provide an integrated one-stop for seniors and caregivers for nutrition, medical services, recreation and exercise, as well as social interaction. My guest today is Eileen Bradshaw, the CEO and President of Life Senior Services. I spoke with her on Friday, prior to the groundbreaking this morning. Eileen Bradshaw, welcome back to Studio Tulsa. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Rich. And congratulations. This sounds like a very big day for Life Senior Services. How important is it to have all of your facilities and all your services under one roof, so to speak. This senior campus is going to be a big deal for us. We will still have, you know, a presence in North Tulsa and Broken Arrow and Midtown, but this senior campus is going to be really a much improved facility for our active senior center. It's going to have a very large adult day health center. And then our PACE clinic is going to be able to expand. It's got a big physical therapy space, all on nine green acres. Um, So it's going to be really a watershed moment for the organization. You're breaking ground today, and it's on the site of a former elementary school. Is that right? Yes. Um, unfortunately named. Bates. It was Bates Elementary, right? <laughs> uh, Norman Bates obviously comes to mind. We're trying to exercise that. It was opened, I think, at the height of Tulsa Public Schools enrollment and really closed after about five years. So built in the 70s, closed, and then was owned by a variety of entities. Most recently, there was a Dev Academy located in there. Mm-hmm. So it is a very vintage 1970s school building um, that's going to be renovated. And then we're adding onto the site four pickleball court building. Um, so people can go in there. Pickleball would be its primary use, but lots of things can happen in there. Yeah. Give us a sense of how the site will be utilized. You you have uh, your adult daycare, your senior center, and your life pace program. And it sounds like recreational facilities will be a big part of the site as well. It really will be. It's going to be a lovely space, and it's going to be renovated with senior needs in mind. So our adult day health space will have access to some cool stuff that the active seniors, they'll kind of share some space. There's a wonderful art room with a kiln that can be used by adult day for part of the day, and then it can be used by active seniors the rest of the time. There's going to be wonderful um, fitness equipment, physical therapy equipment, we have, you know, lots of hobbyists that play cards that do um, all kinds of sort of art projects, and we have ukulele lessons, we have music lessons. There'll be a space for all of that, as opposed to having to share so much. Our PACE program has grown. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a, it's a medical model called the Program for All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly, and it is for folks that would be entitled for Medicaid to pay for a nursing home but who really want to remain in their home, and PACE allows them to do that. And so a lot of those PACE participants go to adult day, so this will be very much more convenient. They can go and see their provider. They can go to adult day. If they have a caregiver that's in the family who wants to go and play pickleball or cards at the Active Senior Center, there's a lot going on in one space. And as we know, if you are a caregiver for someone 
it can be hard. You need some breaks. Need some breaks. Yeah. In this location, we'll also have case managers. The idea there is sometimes it's hard to ask for help. And if you're there doing line dancing um, or a card workshop and you see a case manager and you're kind of feeling a little stressed out, maybe you'll make time to go in and find out when that caregiver support meeting is or take advantage of some of those extra supports that life can offer. Now, you're sort of opening my eyes a little bit because it sounds like as far as life senior services, it's almost as much for the elderly person that's utilizing services, but also maybe sometimes the caregivers as well? We really focus both on seniors and caregivers. And sometimes the caregivers are seniors. Sometimes it's a <laughs> yeah, child. Well, it's kind of varies. True. That's true. Um, you know, we have spouses. We have siblings that are primary caregivers for someone that needs adult day or might have um, some sort of memory loss. And we really do provide a myriad of supports. It's interesting for me personally, because this is the first place where I have worked that I get calls from my own friends and acquaintances saying, I'm in crisis, and yeah. um, I have my mom, and she's just been diagnosed, or my husband is starting to show signs, or my wife. And it, so it's really been a more personal journey for me to walk through this with people. And life offers just tremendous supports for caregivers as they try to navigate. And if they're wanting to keep the loved one at home as long as possible, we offer a lot of tangible assistances with that. So the difference that having a one site that is always devoted to your work Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, some really probably good partners that rent space to you Mm -hmm. and provide, you know, opportunities for for people to come for a certain portion of the day, what difference do you think that will make? I think it's going to be really transformational. To your point, we have great partners in the community that let us use their space, Um, but it is always their space. And it isn't available on usually weekends, evenings, that kind of thing. So this is going to allow space for seniors to, if they want, I've had a lot of requests for dances. They would like to have, you know, Saturday night dance. We're going to have the space for that. Um, we have more pickleball players than we have <laughs> courts. And so being able to not only have these additional courts, but be able to offer that on Saturday, Sunday, and some evenings is really going to expand the access there. And for couples, if you've, And when I say couple, just duos. It could be a husband and wife, but it might be a sister and another sister, one of whom might need adult day health and one of whom might be a caregiver that really needs a break. They can come to the site together. One can turn left and go to adult day health where they'll have activities. There's a beautiful outdoor space, but they'll be safe and everything will be appropriate and it'll be secure. And then another entrance, that person can go in for a little bit of a break take a class, just hang out with people, um, and get a little time away, get some socialization that's badly needed, um, get a little support, and then they can go home together. Let's talk about that socialization key, because that's Mm -hmm. probably good for not only the the person that's utilizing the services, but the caregivers as well. Because as you well know, spouses that are caring for another spouse, when one of these crises happen, it's hard. It's 24-7. And, and they're shut off from all of their support networks a lot of times, and they withdraw from whatever support networks there are. You know, we've had some very poignant conversations with caregivers. Um, several come to mind, and most of them do reflect on the fact that they become more isolated along with their loved one because it's hard to go out to dinner with folks um, that you have been fast friends with and maybe one of you is now having memory loss 
And it's, it's difficult to navigate those things. And so people a lot of times choose not to do that and because it's more painful and they do become too isolated. And isolation is the enemy of all things healthy, right? I mean, your cognitive, your physical, your emotional, everything benefits from socializing with other people. So for seniors specifically, isolation is the enemy. Adult day health does give the participant who needs the extra help, they get to socialize. And they're in an environment where if they told the same story yesterday, nobody matters. They're happy to see them and and it's all good. And the activities are designed for at-will participation. So if it's something they don't enjoy, there's no mandate. But lots of good guided things um, that let them reminisce. We have something called Music and Memories, which helps people... You know, music does trigger a lot of memories. Yes, it it helps people hold on to those stories. We have the armchair traveler kind of thing where participants um, might go to Hawaii and they're lined up and they, they have Hawaiian food and then they have like a travelogue video and all kinds of things to stimulate conversation that's appropriate for folks who might have cognitive decline. Then on the other side, the Active Senior Center, that's good whether you're a caregiver or not. Most of the people who attend the Active Senior Center are just active seniors. But it does give a great respite if you are a caregiver. My guest today is Eileen Bradshaw. She is the CEO and president of Life Senior Services. Today marks a special day for Life Senior Services as they break ground on the Roma Berry Center for Seniors, which will take place at the new senior campus, which will go under construction at 4821 South 72nd East Avenue, uh, just north of 51st and just east of Sheridan. And uh, in Park Plaza 7, we're right smack dab in the neighborhood. Yeah. Obviously, this facility will offer seniors more opportunities, I would think. And let me just ask you about the caseload that uh, Life Senior Services is seeing. Is there enough uh, slots, I guess, if you could say, to meet demand currently? You know, we work hard to not leave anybody behind. So, and Life has a myriad of programs from Medicare assistance, education programs, adult day. We do have caregiver support, behavioral health, and partnership with family and children's. I can't tell you there's any area where we feel like we just have so much extra bandwidth, but um, there's nothing right now that if you called and said, we need your help, that we would be turning you away. Yeah. Um, well, we have a very dedicated team. We have something called Senior Line. You know, it's a number that you can call, and those calls run the gamut from, I need a plumber that offers a senior discount. I'm looking for an assisted living for my mom to some pretty serious, um, weighty things. I I took a call one day. It was transferred to me inadvertently, and it was a woman whose husband had just been sentenced to prison. Hmm. And she they'd been married for 62 years, and she wasn't sure if his VA benefits would come to her. I mean, it was a very layered, complicated. So... For the person who just wanted the senior discount for plumbing, that's a pretty easy fix. But for this woman... You're going to have to navigate federal agencies. And is that something Life Senior Services does on behalf of seniors? We will We will work. You know, I think we're still um, walking alongside that woman as she's... Because there's a lot there, right? The, she yeah. needed emotional support. She needed financial guidance. And she needed somebody to help her fill out all these forms and make those calls. So, yes... Um, We've helped people uh, who are in facilities who are running out of money fill out, like, Medicaid eligibility forms. We really do offer um, a wide spectrum. And there's really, for certain programs, there are income guidelines. But um, there are 
millionaires who call us because, as you know, some of the challenges of aging really don't respect uh, income guidelines. And so we can help folks um, across income guidelines. I know you have satellite centers in North Tulsa, East Tulsa, and various other places, but centralizing the services, I know you have some transportation system. Do you reach uh, people where they're at to bring them, especially once this is completed, to bring them where you're going to be centrally located? Our PACE participants, we have a robust transportation, and we will still keep an adult day health facility in North Tulsa, and we will have a, there's an existing PACE clinic there. We will still have a PACE presence. And we have an adult day health center in Broken Arrow, and we will still have that. So we have transportation for those. One of the really exciting pieces of this new facility is that we've received um, some funding to try to help provide transportation for seniors who want to get to the senior center who don't have access, who don't drive anymore or can't. So that is all still being developed. It doesn't You can't pick up the phone and ask for a ride today, but we are in the process of doing the surveys and getting all that groundwork laid so that that will be possible when this new facility opens. Yeah. The name of it is the Roma Berry Mm -hmm. Center. Is that a donor or who is that exactly? I love this. Um, Roma Berry. So Ruth Nelson, who recently passed away, an incredibly generous uh, Tulsa treasure, was the first person to give to the campaign and was the largest donor. And when I talked to her about did she want to name anything? She was a very modest person and liked to keep things very low-key, and she said no. And I said, well, think about it. And a couple of days later, my cell phone rang, and she said, I've got it, with sort of uncharacteristic uh, excitement. (laughs) And she said, I want to name this for Roma Berry. And Roma Berry was her mother, Kate Kaiser's first friend, when they immigrated uh, and when they came to Oklahoma. So um, that had a lot of meaning to her. Miss Berry was, um, so I think she was quite bright. She graduated from OU, the height of the depression. They wanted her to go to law school. She needed to work. She became a teacher. And I think the fact she wanted to honor her mom's friend and the fact that the building was a school seemed like yeah. a good way to do that. Yeah. I know a lot of people will be looking forward to this. What's the construction timeline for the facility? Well, so there's. Are you utilizing part of the old elementary school, or is this a? The whole a, elementary school is being saved. It's just being yeah, um, repurposed. Repurposed, and it's fun to see the pictures now because it, it's a big shell. So the potential is really more showcased. It's thirty nine thousand square feet. It's called a cruciform design. So from the air, if you happen to be you know flying above us, it looks like a cross. Huh. Um, and it's so it's an interesting uh, architectural design, and it's all going to be used. And then we're building a separate, um, about 8,000 square foot, the Red Iron Pickleball Center mm-hmm. on the same site. So um, the timeline, they said about 360 days. I have been told that right now it's looking optimistic, um, <laughs> but it's early, so I'm not going to uh, declare victory quite yet. So a year to 18 months, probably. Yes, maybe no. a little less. We'll yeah. see. Well, that's great news. I think people are pretty aware of the adult day health mm-hmm. uh, program, but your senior, uh, your active senior center and the life pace, could you maybe describe a little more of the services? Like for the active senior center, it sounds like it's a place for people to meet for classes, for some appropriate uh, physical activities. Mm-hmm. Give us a sense of what you do. The active senior centers are great places because they bring together all kinds of people that might not meet. And then they become pretty fast friends. We have 
pickleball and line dancing are two hugely popular. So those, you know, we get many, many participants, hundreds. But we also have music lessons, art. Uh, we have people that like to play cards. Um, we have the structured bridge players, and then we have the people that want to play crazy eights. And never <laughs> the two shall meet, but everybody has no. a place to play. And we've started doing more. We recently took a bus tour up to Bahaska and the Tall Grass Prairie. We took a bus of folks down for the Bell Choir at Guthrie Green. So places that maybe, you know, a senior isn't wanting to drive but would like to go see it. It's so we're also doing getting out in the community. Yes. Yeah, which, which again, these are good. It's uh, important. Yeah. We just did a um, group, took them over to the Circle Cinema to see Living. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, trying to get people to the things that they might want to do, but they might not feel comfortable going by themselves. So we love the senior centers. Um, we do. There are dues, um, mm-hmm. but we don't want those to be a barrier. So we have the ability to help scholarship people if the dues are. Well, let's talk a little bit about the life pace, the program of all-inclusive care. Mm-hmm. So this sounds like you have caregivers. You have maybe case managers. It is a full medical model. And without sounding overly complicated, we become the participant's primary caregiver and the insurer. Mm. And so we employ four physicians, um, primary care physicians and a half-time psychiatrist. We have a physician's assistant. We have physical therapists. Really geared towards gerontology? All of these folks, in order to participate in PACE, you have to, well, you don't have to be, but all of our participants are dual eligible Medicare, Medicaid. Okay. And so there's, um, you have to have a diagnosis sufficient that Medicaid would declare you eligible to be in a nursing home. And you have to have... um, there is an income eligibility, a low, lower income eligibility. Yeah. But it's, to me, I was a caregiver for my mother. And if somebody would have called me up and said, hey, Eileen, your mom hadn't been to the dentist in a while, so I'm going to send a car on Tuesday. We're going to take her to the dentist, <laughs> then we're going to bring her home, and then we're going to call you and tell you how that visit went. And it looks like, you know, she also um, could, her blood sugar was a little high, so we're going to send some compliant meals to kind of get you started. I mean... It is the most custom-tailored. No, it's unbelievable. I almost don't like talking about it because people, it sounds too good to be true, but it is such a wonderful, and it's every participant has an interdisciplinary care team, which means the therapist and the nurse and the case manager and the doctor talk about the patients, and they make those decisions together. And if they need equipment or if they need meals or they need some help with housekeeping, I mean, it's such a comprehensive wraparound model. And I assume there's sometimes you'll have families that are working with some home health services as yes. well. So do, if those, they need home health, do those come from Life Senior Services or is that outside and they're interacting with this care team? So um, for PACE participants, we have our own home health team. Yeah. Occasionally, if there's a real special need, there might be a contract with somebody. And most PACE participants Home health needs are done within life senior services. Now, it sounds like a lot of it is about avoiding going to the nursing home uh, for, for some a lot of these patients. Yes. How important is that to the patient, and how important is it in their health outcomes? Well, during the pandemic, there was a lot of study done on PACE participants nationally, and they fared better, you know, that they just did. None of us necessarily want to think about all of those decisions where we might have to go into nursing care, and for some people, it's the best option. But if we have caregivers who, A, can't afford a nursing facility, you know, or B, really feel like they can handle it, they just are working during the day, and if they can get that support, they can handle it in the evenings, they want their loved ones to stay at home, 
Pace is a wonderful option because adult day is a piece of it. So if you need to go to work, you can take your loved one to adult day, pick them up, and then come home, and, and we can provide care support in the home. So um, I think from a health outcome, if you can be home and surrounded by loved ones, it's not always an option, but if you can and we can help support that, that's our goal. I know you've already exceeded your campaign goal, uh, which is great. You it's know, wonderful. And you have a little extra in case you know, because... As construction is a construction little bit of an uncertainty. Yes, it is mm-hmm. these days. But ongoing cost once you open this facility, because it, it, do you anticipate that actually, you know, just the amount of fundraising you'll have to do to support this full-time facility, is that is that changed the equation for Life Senior Services? Somewhat. We, there are, there's a facility that we currently rent that we will not have to do. So you'll have So savings. there's going to be savings that we're um, harboring. We had a very wise um, duo of donors that helped us with a maintenance fund um, to make sure that we can keep this building in, I think it's the TU model, um, pristine condition and perpetuity. Yeah, right. Um, so some of those maintenancing. But yes, we will... As you expand services, we certainly hope that folks see the value in that and, and help expand support. Well, anything else we need to know about this facility that we haven't talked about? I hope everybody drives by. I hope, um, I think a senior center membership is a great gift um, for Mother's Day or Valentine's Day or Father's Day. Um, if you have loved ones in your life that you think need a little extra encouragement to get out of the house, that active senior center is a wonderful way. And you can come with them, tour it, do some line dancing and... And uh, let's talk about that, because that mm-hmm. can that can be like a, a big step because mm-hmm. it's it also suggests to the individual yeah. <laughs> they're yes. not as young as they used to be. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, being honest the about the senior it. center membership. Yeah, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. Is that a big step for people to take that that first step of, you know, they're spending more time with the television. Maybe it's time to be thinking about, hey, what can I do during the day? And this might be a good step. Well, pickleball has helped change the image of that a little bit because yeah, we true. have some very, we have people that the minute they turn 55 call us and say, I can finally join. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so that's helped a little bit. But certainly for some people, I just think it's intimidating to go into a space where you don't maybe know anyone. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, maybe somebody joins because they hear line dancing gets 5,000 steps in an hour. It's great exercise. And they come for that. But within like two or three times, they're going out to lunch with people. It is amazing. What an open group that the senior center. So there are real for. social networks that form. Yes, we had one member who actually brought someone into his home to help recover from surgery because she didn't have any family members, mm-hmm. um, and that was after knowing her, you know, ninety days. He's like, he heard of this need, and that's not really atypical. They tend to really support each other beyond whipping each other's rear end on the pickleball court. <laughs> We got to talk about this pickleball <laughs> thing. You know, I have a neighbor that had a pickleball court for years, and when the pandemic hit and all the courts closed, all of a sudden, my, Very my neighborhood became pickleball <laughs> center. Yep, and it's it's a it's a real it's a real it's a thing. Force. Mm-hmm. It is a force. It is, but it's great. It's it's lower impact. People, yeah. um, you know, really of all athletic abilities, you know, can get out there and try it. I've been amazed at people who say that they didn't play sports competitively growing up and maybe really haven't done, you know, at age 67, decide they're going to take up the sport, and it's working. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the groundbreaking. We'll look forward to the completion of the Roma Berry Center for Seniors and being able to help serve our Tulsa senior population even better with this new facility once it's completed and open. Come and see us. Eileen, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. 
Eileen Bradshaw is the CEO and president of Life Senior Services. The agency broke ground on their new Roma Berry Center located at 4821 South 72nd East Avenue, which will combine all of their signature programs under one roof. You can learn more at lifeseniorservices.org. You're listening to Studio Tulsa. Here's the comments of Mark Dara. I don't like attorneys very much, my friend said. They are transactional, always working a deal, trying to convince you that what they want is what you want. My friend knows I'm a lawyer. I listened and did not challenge his words. He kept talking. He works at a major university and attends every commencement ceremony. Law school changes people, he continued. At graduation, I see undergraduates, and they're cheerful. Their eyes twinkle. I see some of these same students three years later, graduating from law school. They have changed. You can see it in their faces. It's like they've been programmed. Their eyes have lost their luster. My friend spoke truth. Law professors teach students to think like lawyers. We change. Lawyers learn to think too often only like lawyers. When that happens, we lose some of our humanity. We trust few others and typically never fail to probe the truth of statements others make, even if done so silently. Holly G., once a clerk in my office, applied to law school and asked me to write a letter of recommendation. This is what I wrote, slightly abbreviated. Dear Director of Admissions, Holly G. aspires to go to your law school and to become an attorney. She has asked me to write a letter. I would have been insulted if she had not. Our profession suffers from a lack of diversity and from a lack of independent, challenging thinkers. Injustice is overlooked because that's the way it is, or there's no fee in challenging it. Holly would not accept the system's inertia as an excuse or betray her oath for dollars. She is the type of person the profession needs for its own vitalization. Holly works hard. She's bright. She has a pragmatic understanding of how things and people work. She has impressed me by her combination of enthusiasm, knowledge, wit, and dedication. Others will say the same. With Holly, I can think of nothing that would prevent her from being an excellent candidate for law school or from being an excellent lawyer. She may, however, be too talented and too creative to really be satisfied practicing law. I hope she will be content. I pray that her creativity and talent aren't repressed to be so. You and the committee have a difficult task. You look for students who can make the grade. Holly can. You look for students who can challenge your faculty. Holly can. You look for students who can make a contribution to the school and beyond. Holly can. More importantly, you look for those who aspire to greatness, who are not content to lead great lives. Holly G. aspires. Yours very truly. The law school approved Holly's admission, but Holly declined to attend, ever. Now, all these years later, wherever she is, and whatever she's doing, I'm sure light still shines from Holly G's eyes. 
Mark Dara is a local attorney and a contributor to Studio Tulsa. Well, that's Studio Tulsa for today. Our program is produced and edited by Scott Gregory. The views of our guests and commentators are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of KWGS or its licensee, the University of Tulsa. I'm Rich Fisher. Thanks for listening.